Here we go. Let's go. I'm Jim Gray. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. Tommy, how are you today? I'm doing all right, Jim. Got pretty tough loss yesterday, but um, we play Thursday night at home against the Ravens. And, um, you know, it's obviously doesn't feel very good to lose. And we've been in this situation for the last five weeks. So we're in here today working. We're trying to figure out some corrections and at the same time think about Thursday night. So it's pretty jam-packed, but, um, you know, we're going to go out there and we're going to fight as hard as we can, like we've always done. Let's Go is presented by Hertz. Did you know that Hertz has the largest EV rental in North America? Get your next Let's Go moment the electric way today. Visit Hertz.com slash EV to learn more. Hertz, let's go. So when you say correct it and you're in there working hard, where do you start? Well, everyone starts individually. That's always the best place to start. So when you're in a team sport, there's really never one play. You know, it's a it's a culmination of a lot of things that haven't gone right. And um, we just have not left ourselves much margin of error, and we haven't executed the way that we're capable of. So it's been an interesting year in the NFL. There's a couple teams that are playing at a really high level, and then there's a lot of teams that are four and three, three and four, and, you know, the whole season's ahead of us. But I think the point is you have to learn from the mistakes and we've made plenty of them the last seven weeks. And this gives us an opportunity on a short week to go play a really good football team, see where we match up. And then you get a little bit of a break afterward to really hone in on some of the things that we need to do moving forward. So that process starts every week and every Monday you think about all the things you need to do differently. And you're right. We just, we have not played to our level and what we're capable of. And that's just our reality, and we have to own it. And that's part of being a great professional is everyone always wants to take the credit when we do well. And the reality is you should always give the credit when you do well and take the blame when you don't do well. And that's we have a lot of guys in the locker room who do just that. You know, you've conditioned us over the years that it's not one play. But as fans in the media, they do look at one place because one place change games. And Mike Evans addressed it after the game, and – I'm not sitting here pointing a finger, and I'm sure you won't either. But a dropped pass like that to a guy who is routinely superb, great player, and you haven't scored in the first quarter all season, and he's wide open, and it gets away from him. What does that do to the team? He thought it kind of let you know everybody down, and, and you could see it kind of evaporate from there. What happens when something like that happens? Well, I think that's the way Mike felt. And that's why he said that. But it, it's not the way that I felt. You know, I just look at it as an incompletion. And we have a lot of football left for me. It's only the, whatever, fourth play of the game or something like that. It was a play that, you know, would we love to make it? Absolutely. But we'd love to make every play. And there's a lot of other plays on special teams, on defense, on offense, that when it doesn't go right, you got to will yourself to turn things around. All of us do. Not everyone's going to make a great play all the time. And I think in team sports, Sometimes, and this isn't what I'm alluding to in this particular example, but sometimes you may have someone who doesn't have their best day. But you have other guys that have great days. And some days, you know, everyone has a great day. Some days nobody has a great day because it's, it's about physical competition. It's, you know, everyone pulling together to be their best. It's sports, though. They're trying to do their best, too. So when you don't have your best day, you need other people around you to have a better day. That's what you rely on teammates for. So, you know, we've just had too many games where too many of us aren't 
playing at the level that we're capable of. And you're losing to teams that are playing better than us. They're just playing and executing at a much higher level. And that's something we got to own. That's what we said. You don't run from it. You own it. If you don't own it and you don't have awareness of it, then you'll, it'll never get better. So there has to be more urgency. You have to understand that what we're doing just is not good enough. And that's very evident. It's not like that's, you know, you try to say, what is good enough? We're just not, the score is not our favor. No, it's not good enough because the score is not in our favor. Sometimes adversities can really challenge who you are, where you're at, and then you see who's really willing to fight to dig yourself out of it. And if you do dig yourself out of it, you develop much more resilience and much more mental toughness. And that's where we're at as a team. You can sit here and make a bunch of predictions and say, oh, no, everything will be corrected. Or you can show up every day with your hard hat on, your lunch pail, and you say, let's go to work and let's make it better. Let's be committed to one another to make it better. And I feel like I have those type of teammates, and I believe so much in my teammates. And we're going to show up, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to give everything we got to make sure the outcomes are different going forward. Would you say pretty much over the course of your career you've been able to figure things out and, and correct things that are wrong? That's always been the goal. I mean, there's years where, yeah, you haven't quite done that. And there are years where you have done that. And, you know, a few years ago when I was in the, when I first got to the Bucks, we weren't, I would say, clicking on all cylinders, but we found a way in the second part of the year to play our best. And we started to believe and you get confidence. And, you know, there's other years where I've been a part of a great team like the Patriots in 07, where we had an incredible regular season. And then we got, to the Super Bowl and we lost that. So every year is a little different. There's little nuances to every year. Um, the goal would be to win the game and in the process of winning game, learn from the problems. And then when you lose the game, create more urgency, really understand the problems at a very deep level, and then try to commit to each other going forward that you won't make the same mistakes again. And that's the place you got to get to as a team. I'm Jim Gray. He's Tom Brady. We're here on Let's Go. Our program is brought to you by USAA. USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to always take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. USAA. As we continue here on Let's Go, Tom, so again, the fans will sit here and everybody will dissect all week, and it, it is kind of perplexing. The inability to gain a yard on so many occasions this season, balls handed off, and you just don't make that play time and time again. When you review that, how does that go, and how do you improve on that? Because, again, just watching it, it seems perplexing. Well, you always want to get to the third and one situation so that you have a great opportunity to pick up the yard you know, we just haven't done a great job of it. And, you know, we're all aware of it. No one wants to be in a situation where you're talking about things like this every Monday, but it it's just, we have to own it and we have to own the things that we have not done a good job of. So you're never going to hear me come out of games going, man, we're just so great. God, no one could stop us. We're unbelievable. I mean, that's, I've never said that. You know, what I've always tried to be is humble in victory and in losses, try to encourage my teammates and learn from the mistakes so whether it's a third and one, whether it's the first series, whether it's a two-minute drive, you know, we've lost two games because we couldn't get a two-point conversion at the end to tie the game and at least put more pressure on the other team. So 
you know, there's a lot of little things that when things aren't going right, yeah, they all are big things. And that's where we're at. That's just part of the slog that we're in. We're just, there's a lot of little things and those little things add up to big things and the big things add up to losses. And we've lost four or five, which it's hard, man. It's hard to lose four or five. It really is tough, but we haven't earned it. And we have to own that we haven't earned it and we have to go earn it. And earn it, it means the process and the preparation, ultimately getting to game day with confidence and then going to execute well on game day and gaining confidence. So those are the processes that you try to put in place to do better, to do a better job. And we just haven't done it thus far through seven games. Yogi Berra, the master of malaprops and the master of brilliant sayings, said it's getting late early. How do you capture the urgency because it has gotten late very early here in the season? I'm sure a lot of the teams feel like that, Jim. I, I think a lot of the teams feel, look, we're not where we want to be and we're going to try to make improvement. I mean, you look at the Major League Baseball postseason, you know, how crazy it was where you have all these teams that have had incredible regular seasons just don't get the job done in the playoffs. So whether you don't get the job done in the playoffs or you don't get the job done in the regular season, there's only one team that's going to ultimately get the job done. And I think when you're in the middle of this marathon and every stretch feels very, very difficult, I hope the purpose is to learn from the mistakes, to take what we're doing well, to do more of it, to take the things we haven't done well and do less of it, and to learn from it and hopefully not lose a lot of confidence in the meantime. And you got to have confidence in your teammates. you got to have confidence – in what you're doing, and then you got to go out and execute and actually make the play. So you can't have false confidence. I think Byron said it great today. You know, this game always challenges your confidence in yourself, in your teammates, and your ability to do your job. And, you know, we've got a lot of talented players that have confidence, and we need to do a better job and raise our level of execution, of commitment, of energy, of enthusiasm, and ultimately that's going to be the only way to get yourself out of a hole that we've dug ourselves. Is there still confidence in the locker room, or is it shaken? I don't think you're flying high after four out of five losses. It would be, I would say, very <laughs> naive to think, man, we're ridiculously confident and we haven't done things at a high level. It's how do you gain confidence? You gain confidence through practice execution. And when you practice well and you execute well in practice, you have a degree of confidence when you get into the game, and then you got to have game execution. And that's how it goes. So the focus can't be on, hey, let's just figure out everything once it gets to game day. No, the focus has to be, what's the process for improvement now, and how do we change that? And what are the problems that recur in the game so that we can focus our time and attention on those things in practice and make them better? Even though it's a short week, we got to have the same week. And then ultimately, you got to believe that that process for improvement in the hard work that you put in is ultimately going to pay off. And that's where you're going to gain your confidence. So I have a belief that our team will do that. I have a belief that our guys have the mental toughness to overcome the adversities we face. And we understand we have a long season to go and we got to start playing better football. Let's go is brought to you by American express. There's something about it. The sound of the buzzer, the blow of the whistle, the coach yelling just loud enough for you to hear them from your seats. It's thrilling. And you can't wait to do it all again next week. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Jim Gray with Tom Brady. You mentioned the baseball playoffs and some of the disappointments of some of the teams, but uh, who do you like now, the Phillies or the Astros? Man, well, the Astros have to be the favorite. They've had a great regular season. But Phillies are playing great baseball. It's 
I mean, anything can happen. It's really a fun time of year to watch the baseball playoffs. Um, I think what I've enjoyed most about it is seeing these crowds show up to these games and just the thrill of victory is that's what sports is all about. It's unpredictable, brings communities together, brings people from all walks of life together on the field and in the stands and people sit at home watching their TV and uh, it brings people a lot of joy. So it brings a lot of people a lot of despair when the team loses, but for the team that wins, it certainly brings a lot of joy to the community and you always want to be on that side of it. But the reality is you won't always be on the right side of that. And that's where perspective comes in, that when you do get it to go your way, you have a lot of joy in the process. And you've been on that side where you've heard those fans. I mean, to see the fans in Philadelphia and the fans in San Diego and Houston, you know, with all the towels and just the just the the mass of people all enjoying a, a certain specific moment. What's it like to be on the receiving end while that's going on, on both ends, when, when it's against you and when it's for you? Well, it's it's incredible. It's incredible because it's just the energy in your body, the energy and the spirit of the team just reaches incredible levels. And when you're down to the final two teams like this, and you know, let's say a World Series, seven game series, or a Super Bowl, the prep going into that, there's just it's so focused and it's so relentless on this moment. And you really spent five or six months trying to reach that point. And when you finally get there, it's such an amazing feeling. And that's what we all chase as athletes, coaches, organizations, communities. That's what we're chasing when we root for teams and we have a vested interest in the success because it does bring so much to your life and adds so much to your life. So it's a really cool thing to be a part of. Let's Go is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, even football fans can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC. So much more with Tom Brady when we return right here on Let's Go. Stay with us on Sirius XM. Hey, everyone. This is Lindsay Rhodes, host of the NFL Roadshow, a Sirius XM podcast, inviting you to join me three, yes, three times a week for NFL analysis that goes beyond the low-hanging fruit. On Mondays, we react to the biggest stories of the NFL weekend. On Wednesdays, we pick one topic to really dig in on. And on Fridays, I'll give you all the fantasy football advice you need in just 15 minutes. We call it the Fantasy 15. Download new episodes of the NFL Roadshow right now on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady. Let's Go is brought to you by K Jewelers. As official provider of the Pro Football Hall of Fame Ring of Excellence, K just dropped a collection of fine jewelry for true fans. Shop officially licensed NFL jewelry at K.com and celebrate the love of the game with K. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> That's one thing that'll get me to laugh. Hearing myself sing, you, and I suck at singing. Uh, are you still loving the game today? <laughs> Absolutely. It's a uh, man. I I was saying to Alex this morning. I was doing treatment. Man, it's it's a hard sport we've chosen, and it's tough. It 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 challenges you in every area, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And certainly at this stage we're in, you know, this is where you got to dig deep and see what you're all about, and see what kind of character you have, and see, you know, what you're you know, what you, what you believe in and what you, you know, your values as a team, you know, do you, 
stand up for each other when you face adversity or do you not? And that's, that's what we're all trying to figure out every time we take the field. Tom, you're under 500 for the first time since 2002, yet you're the greatest winner in the history of the National Football League. What does that do to you mentally? And, and, and how much do you like take this personally, even though it's, it's a team game? Well, you work hard to get it right. I think that's the point is it's just, yeah, you can think about the outcome and I try to think about the process. So it is, it feels terrible losing. It feels terrible. We all know as fans, it feels terrible. As players, it feels terrible. As coaches, it feels terrible. So what do you do? Do you just do the same thing and then show up to the game the same way? No, you just, you focus on the process of improvement and that's what it has to be. It's not about one play here, one play there. It's all the plays that all add up to a final outcome. And that outcome is we're going to have to change it from the player's standpoint because we're on the field that can do something about it. And if we want to do something about it, we've got to do more. And we've got to commit to one another more. We've got to play harder. We've got to play faster. We've got to play stronger, more determined, better execution, all the things. And then you hope that once you find your rhythm, that that can continue to carry you. So there are a lot of competitors that we have, and I know that we have a strong belief that we're going to find a way and we're going to keep fighting as hard as we can. And there's no quit in our group. And there will never be a, a quit as long as I'm a part of any team. I know that for sure. And Tom, it was even quasi-suggested last week that perhaps you would quit uh, if things don't go the way you want them to and turn around this season. And you made it clear that there's no retirement in your future. You ever think about quitting? I said last week that there's no immediate retirement in my future. There was a retirement in the past, but I moved on <laughs> from that. Um, but certainly not. You know, I've never, you know, I made a commitment to this team and I love this team and I love this organization. I told them in March I was playing and I've never quit on anything in my life. And I know a bunch of teammates that we all count on one another to be at our best and to work hard and to put the team first. And that's what you commit to. And that's what you want your teammates to commit to as well and I was a part of an amazing organization that taught me so many great things over 20 years in New England and I was a part of a great college that it was always about the team and when I got to the Bucks, I've had nothing but a great experience here and you know I just I want to keep fighting as hard as I can and I'm always trying to do better I'm always trying to work hard and I'm always trying to commit more to the things that are important to me and um, this team is very important to me, and I certainly want to be the best I can be for them. And great teams and great organizations don't quit. They don't look for draft picks. They don't look for next year. They look for what's going on right now, and they try and get better and win, and that's what we're going to do here. And that's a great point too, Jim. I mean, I think that's a great point because if you look at a loser mentality, you do quit when it gets hard. You do quit when things don't go your way. And I think the beautiful part about life is the adversities challenge you to figure out who you really are. The adversities challenge you to dig deep and to work with your teammates to try to get the problem solved. And the interesting part is it's always easier just to, you know, oh, let's think about next year or this or that. Or, you know, there's teams that are we're only seven games into the year. That's the last thing I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about what do I need to do today to be better for the people in this locker room? What do I need to do better today for myself to be the best I could be for this team? you know, professionally. And that's what you try to do. And there's no right. You know, you, I always think there's people that, you know, when you have a car crash, there's people that run to the car crash. There's people that run away from the car crash. And really, when it comes down to it, you want to be with the people that run to it. 
that are trying to fix it and solve it. And the last thing you want is to people run away. Everyone can be there during the parades. Everyone can be there when everyone's telling you how great you are. Who are you when things aren't great? Who are you when things don't go your way? You know, what kind of, when you face adversity in life, who are the people that stand by you? And that's what adversities really challenge you to, to figure out. And I'm really, uh, I'm really excited to see what we make of this year. And who do you turn to in these situations? Well, I turn to the people that can do something about it, obviously, which are the people that, you know, I'm working with right now. So, you know, I have a lot of great support. I have a lot of great family and friends that are really encouraging, you know, off the field. I have a lot of great people in this building that encourage us to do better. And that's what it's about. I mean, we got it. There's, there's no team that's got every answer right now. There's no team that got everything figured out. You know, you're our challenge. You're challenged mentally, physically, and emotionally. That's what it, sports are about. That's what life's about and how you overcome it and how do you place blame or do you accept responsibility when the great teams i've been a part of they accept responsibility for where that and they try to make it better and that's what you do in life so from what i'm hearing from you is you believe this is fixable that you can fix third down conversions that you can fix a running game that you can fix the mental errors and the penalties that that all of this is the first seven games and you don't want to evaluate it till thanksgiving or no i'm I, th I think what I believe is that there's a commitment to the process of improvement. That's what I believe. So I, everything's hopeful. I mean, you could make up all this. Hell, and there's a lot of hot air that people will blow smoke, you know, on after every loss. Don't worry, we'll figure it out. I mean, you got to believe in the process of, of trying to get better and the, the commitment to try to make it better for one another. So again, that, that's why I said it remains to be seen. The future tells everything. You know, everyone can say whatever they want after week seven. You'll know after the season ends who really bared down who really dealt with adversity who really overcame the challenges you know that remains to be seen i know we all want to predict that in week seven and that's because there's a lot going on and we got to you know we got to talk about what's in the moment which is absolutely right but from the competitor in the arena you want to see what it's like when things don't go well and who's there by your side and who's there fighting there with you when things aren't going the way that you want and if you have a great support system you have great people behind you and teammates coaches you know, support off the field, then you will find that way to overcome that. And you're going to learn valuable lessons in the meantime. That's what that's what it's all about for all of us. Well, you talk about in the moment, and in the moment, everybody is saying a lot of the things that you have heard for years, but now it's kind of happening collectively in this moment. Uh, the struggles of yourself and Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and the teams that you're on, it points to the fact that you know, the younger men, a young man's game, as we've often heard, no matter what stage of life you're in, that's where it's kind of pointing to right now. Um, you've heard that for a long time, but what do you see when you look at your, your fellow peers who've been up there with you for quite a while uh, having the same problems? Oh, there are a lot of great competitors. I mean, Russell's a great competitor. Aaron's a great competitor. I mean, to reference those two, I, mean, I don't think it matters what your age is. I think it matters how you're playing and how you're competing. And, you know, some years, you know, you don't have your best year as an individual, as a team. Some days you do. And you know, like I said, I had one of my great years in 07. We didn't win the Super Bowl. I had a year in 2018 that probably wasn't my best year, but we did. So, and again, there, the, the purpose of playing is to win the Super Bowl. That's why we're playing. And no one knows what that looks like until that game's played. In the meantime, you got to work hard to try to correct the problems. And like I said, everybody's got problems. Maybe there's a few teams that think, man, we're great and we're just perfect status quo. And there's other ones that, you know, you got to put the pedal to the metal. And some teams 
there's not a lot of margin of error for what we're doing right now. So does that mean we can't win games? Absolutely not. It means you can. You just got to do a better job. Got to cut down on mistakes. You got to make more plays. And a lot of things that, you know, are narratives that we can continue to talk about, you know, endlessly when you lose. And when you win, some of them get swept under the rug, not all the time. But, you know, when you lose, they're very evident for everyone to see. And I think the important part, like I said, is everyone's got to own that. And everyone has owned it here. There's no one pointing fingers. We're just trying to get it right. It doesn't show up all the time every week. But when it does show up, we're going to be proud of it. And I've always said it's hard to win a game in the NFL. It is hard. And <laughs> some years it's harder than others. And we're going to fight as hard as we can to get it right. So, again, it's not hope and it's not belief. It's what are you hopeful and believe in? I believe in the process to make it better. And we're going to keep fighting as hard as we can until there's no more games left and there's no more time on the clock. Like I said, I don't quit. There's, there's no quit in this team. I've never had any quit in my life, in my body. I've never quit on anything. I've always tried as hard as I could to overcome the adversities that you're facing, and that's what we're going to continue to do as we move throughout the season. And that is why you've won seven Super Bowls. Give us an insight, Tom. Do you think more about 2007 and that perfect season that got away or 2018 that was imperfect but you won the title? It's a great question, and I think that nothing is an absolute either. I think that I've learned lessons in both of those circumstances and valuable ones at different stages of my life that shape you into the person that you are and shape the character that you are. And sometimes all the things are going right until the end, and sometimes things aren't going all the right all the right way until the end. And sometimes you got to win the really tough games on the road, and sometimes you got to win the games where you're not favored, and sometimes you got to win the games where you're favored, and everything – is challenging you and everything's evolving and um you know you deal with the circumstances as they are you deal with them with the right character like i said with the right values with the right quality people and personalities that enable you to be successful and when you have a group of teammates like that you will gain confidence eventually and those games will start to turn and you'll start to develop an inner fortitude and a resilience and a belief in your character and i think that brings out the best in all of us and i'm really looking forward to seeing what we can make of this season jim gray with tom brady for your next special occasion visit mastro's an unmatched dining experience known for its world-class service and exquisite cuisine mastro's offers the finest prime steaks and the freshest seafood all in a very lively atmosphere visit mastro's.com for locations and reservations now you've got the Baltimore Ravens coming in, Tom. Thursday night football. It comes real quick. Uh, it's a chance to get well, or it's a chance to have 10 days to think about another game. Yet the timeline is so short here against a good team. Yeah, and it's a tough team to prepare for because they do a lot defensively, and they have a very difficult offense to defend. So we got our work cut out for us. You know, Baltimore's 4-3. and three. They have a good team. They play very physical. It's a very tough, hard-nosed team all those years in the AFC. I feel like they're still the same team. You know, just tough, hard-nosed guys that are very fundamentally sound and, you know, they play their ass off. So, you know, now that I'm in the NFC, you know, you'd only see these teams once every four years. But it's going to be a big test for our team. And, you know, we got to get some guys healthy, see where we're at for Thursday night, and then put our best out there. And I'm excited to see what team shows up from our standpoint. Tom, as we close it out, uh, you're on the verge of another uh, NFL record. Uh, you're two sacks away uh, from having the all-time number uh, overtaking Brett Favre. <laughs> Explain. 
well, if you go down two more times, uh, you'll you'll have uh, been taken to the ground uh, more than any quarterback in the history of the National Football League. Now, you've played much longer than those others on the list, including Favre and Peyton Manning and so forth, but uh, you may as well put that uh, in the bag with all of the other records that you have. That's pretty good. And I think the thing about that, I'd like to actually thank my complete lack of agility and speed uh, for allowing me to knock on the door of this very esteemed <laughs> NFL record. So um, I have some other cool ones. This one I'm probably not as excited about. And as you get, you know, like we always say, oh, you know, some things get better with age. I think the feeling you get when you're sacked is not one of those. After as many times I've been sacked at my age, I'd prefer to uh, let's just pass this record pretty quickly and hope I don't add too many more to that growing list over the second part of this season. Some would say, Jim, that I'm just trying to diversify the portfolio. So we'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right, Tom. With that, we appreciate your time. Thanks for your candor. Uh, best of luck on Thursday night against the Ravens, and we will talk to you next Monday night on Halloween right here on Let's Go. Terrific. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye. That's Tom Brady. He and Larry Fitzgerald, they're our experts. And any athlete's going to tell you it helps to work with an expert for buying or refinancing a home. Your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com. It's powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. Equal housing lender, NMLS, number 3038. Licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. We want to thank our terrific producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, with production assistance by Harris Fabishoff. And to our sponsors, American Express, USAA, K Jewelers, Bank of America, United Wholesale Mortgage, Mastro's and Hertz. Let's Go Podcast with Tom Brady was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions and Shadow Lion. Thanks so much for joining us. For Tom Brady, I'm Jim Gray. We'll talk to you again next week right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Podcasts.